Swazers, welcome back. I hope you're all well and good. Today we'll be reviewing recent results and form uh, and also asking you a few questions. Number one, where do you think we'll finish this season? And number two, what would you like to see happen at the club next season? Which I think is going to be hugely important. Big shout out to our sponsors, Jeff White Motors. They have over 500 cars in stock, all situated in one place and great parking facilities. So whether it's a new or used vehicle, get yourselves down there and I'm sure you'll find a car fee. Alternatively, you can go on to jeffwhitemotors.co.uk and see all his stock online. Remember, we're at Swaz. Pod on the Twitter and the Facebook. So remember to like, love, share, subscribe. Just just the whole nine yards. And uh, without further ado, let me introduce my partners in crime. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Sun's shining. Yeah, yes. Just had a banana. I, I, yeah, yeah. Big lunch. I see you have, mm. as usual. I've just had a bit of, little bit of hard dough bread and a cup of tea, a little bit of soul food, you know. Keep the body chatting, chatting. I haven't eaten nothing, that's why I stay at this size, but I'm happy. Brandon just photosynthesizes yep. like a plant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he, he was, he, listen, he's just, flex, he just flexing, wasn't he? He's just flexing those arms, he's just showing off like, like he got some guns on him or something. So listen, we have to rewind a little bit. Why don't we go back to uh, the Peterborough game, obviously. A great win, Millwall game, a loss, disappointingly. But what have we thought? What, what, obviously, last night we, we, we go down to Huddersfield late on. But listen, we'll get to that. We'll come to that in the second part. First of all, we're rewinding back to Peterborough, Millwall. What did you think? What have you made of it so far? Let's go with you, Dan. I think the, the Peterborough game was massive, wasn't it? If you cast, cast your mind back to that, it was a... Yeah. We'd been in that situation before, I'd say, under Morrison, where we played Hull. Hull were coming to us. It was a, a real relegation six-pointer, and we lost 1-0 at home. Uh, that The Peterborough game, you know, I, I think most people listening, if they're at the game or watch it on TV, I think it was on Sky, it's it's one of the best, most complete performances we, we've put in in years, you know. We get that early goal, lovely goal from Joe Rawls, you know, made by, made by Davis. Drama was just unplayable we were you know creating drama creating pure drama down the wing we were aggressive we were we pressed high our passing was just crisp always forward looking yeah it was a dream it was everything mm. steve morrison's reign has promised really let me ask you brand do you think that comes with the fact that mm. we'd had a couple of good results and the pressure was not off but definitely lessened going into that into that fixture. Right. I don't know. It was still a big game though, really, wasn't it? Because it was a battle at the bottom, really. And, you know, looking back, you know, coming towards the end of the season, like, we could look back and think that was a massive game, you know, going into it. It was a big game. And I just think, like you said, you know, there was less pressure on, but more than that, I think the boys were up for it. You can see yeah. from the, straight from the start, they were up for it and they wanted it. And even after they put two goals past and they wanted to put another, they wanted to do more. And I have, we haven't really mm. seen that out of a Cardiff City side in a while, in the sense that once we got our two goals, instead of just sitting back and, you know, 
trying to hold on to it because, you know, it's very rarely we actually do get in friends, especially by two goals or three goals. Mm. But we just kept on going for it. And I quite liked that. And like Dan said, drama was unreal. There's some of the things he was pulling off. Just down that right-hand side, he was causing mayhem. And, you know, it was a lot. It was a, a, lot. It was a good performance as, as a team. But like we've seen next game against Millwall, which was a scrappy game, let's be honest. We all see, you know, we know it's like Millwall away. But I just hope we can stay on that. Because if we play, like we played against Peterborough, and if we can just get, have that performance, that sort of performance every few games, I think we'll be all right come towards the end of the season. What I always say is you have to look at the opponent. That mm. sometimes dictates, or that will affect at least, how you're able to play. So against the bottom of the table team, we were able to trounce them basically against a mid or mm. yeah, we call them a mid table team, Mill War, I think that's fair. Um Yeah, definitely. We struggled. So you have to say that, you know, try to recreate the performance against Peterborough is more difficult the 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 higher the opponent or the better the opponent. And I think that is the next challenge for the team is to be able to play the way they played against Peterborough, against the likes of West Brom's, Fulham's, whoever comes in your way. It doesn't matter if you're going into an FA Cup game and you're playing Man United. I think that consistency is probably the next step that they're going to try and find. And the only, my only fear of doubt really is the fact that this will get torn up at the end of the season and we don't know what's coming next season. So it's all change again. Because let's be fair, every player that comes and does well for us on loan leaves and goes to a different club or a club that's higher than us. Mm. Right? Mm, so, of course, of course. you know, it's, it's yeah. that you have to bear in mind as well. We need to stop becoming the club sort of... Uh, we're, not, we're not the club that people come to do well and go to a bigger club. But that seems to be the theme at the moment, right? That we, we want players to want to come and want to stay at the club. I mean, I think you can see a, a bit oh, of a massive, difference though in the massive, players that are coming massive. along this season. Massive. Like, not even just the way, way they're the, playing though, well, but just the way, the way they, they their play. attitude is and when they're on their pitch. They're, for, they're footballers. Oh yeah, right? honestly, clearly the way they play. Yeah. They're, they're and different got, type of quality though. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. from but, high but, Premier but, League but academy. But still, I would say, day. if you're a fully French pro playing at a championship club who's just been in the Premier League, and you're not a footballer, so to speak. There's something real, real wrong. And that shines a light on what this podcast has been saying for a long time. We needed footballers. Yeah. The midfield is your is yeah. your heart and soul. It's what makes you beat, makes your heart beat, makes, makes your forward play fantastic, makes your defensive play even better right. and more solidified. So... Yeah, I think um, I think the Millwall game was just a, a little, you know, a little reminder that you know we're not we're far from the finish that had to go, but we're not as we're not as far yeah, forward we're not, we're, we're as we might think we are. But the encouraging thing was you do feel playing that way. If you can, like you said, Brad, if you can pick that performance out every four or five games. You should end up winning, and mm. bit by bit, you should progress into a very good footballing team. Especially against teams like Peterborough. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? If we can just pick up the results against teams like Peter, obviously, it's not what we want. A lot of Cardiff fans will be like, "What? 
what do you mean that we can just beat teams like Peterborough? But at the end of the day, we're, that's where we are now. We've got to look at games that we can pick up points and we can win and we can stay up because that's what we're doing this year. Like, we're staying up. That's, that's the objective of this year. It's not a progress at the table. Yeah, I think it's the beauty now is we can start looking upward instead of downward. Yeah, yeah we can definitely look. Oh, yeah, we almost would have gone ahead of our... Um, Rivals down the road last night had we dialed on, right? So mm. that was, Not you know, that, that, that's, that's a good sign. Dan, well, well, let's, let's get a bit of fan reaction because, yeah. you know, I like, to, I like to get straight into the fans and, you know, at the end of the day, that's what this is about. So what, what is it? Just a, couple, just a couple of things there. You know, the Peterborough game was interesting in that, you know, Morrison wanted us to play this possession-based football. Peterborough actually had most of the ball in that game. Yeah, we're just, crazy. Which, you know, we, we were looking in the stand, me and my mate looking at the stats and we were like, what? We've had 30%%. We couldn't believe it. We were like, they've got it wrong, surely. Because the way we were playing so quickly on the break, it seemed like we had loads of the ball, <laughs> but we, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we didn't, you know, and uh, if we can, if we can hit teams on the break. Well, you want to marry up those two, don't yeah. you? You want to marry up that counter-attack yeah. where you are under pressure because every team is going to have a 10, 15-minute spell in each half, right? It's how quickly you can break that cycle for them. And if you can get that, their 10 minutes of pressure on you is reduced to five minutes and the other five minutes is a bit of basketball, so it's a bit more end-to-end, right? But it's comfortable end-to-end. It's not like, you know, they've hit your bar, they've hit your post, you know, keepers made three great saves. I mean, you're just breaking them down, you know, worst case scenario, so a couple of corners against you or whatever, long throws. If you could do that at the same time as then creating more um, possession-based footballs, right? And I'm not, I, like I say, we all know it. We don't say, you know, we want 50 passes, a goal sort of thing. Uh, we've all done possession football. You know what I mean when I say that, 50 passes, a goal. But I would like to see... 15, 20 passes and an opportunity on the end of it or a cross that leads to, you know, a shot or a header or something like that. So more explosive for me uh, has always been the Cardiff City way. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think, you know, we'll, we'll get on to the, the most recent games, but some examples of that type of football, you, you know, even last night, looking at the goal. I think, um, you know, we, we spoke a bit about lone players and you... You know, you don't want to fall too in love with these lone players, do you? You know, you look at, you look, you look at drama it's now. Too late. Yeah, it's you look too at late drama. I've had teams on loan. You're thinking, well, if Leeds I've are coming down, he might be getting in that lead. He might be getting in that lead team anyway at the moment. The way their defence is, but as you alluded to, Nate, we, we've had, you know, last season we've got Harry Wilson. Now he's gone to Fulham. You know, people people are going to teams above us. The Sanders, yeah. Although he, did you see what he did last night? Yeah, but it's someone, yeah. So he's he's come on Jackson. Twitter today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? God, uh... Yeah, Giles got to Blackburn, yeah. So, you know, you like to think maybe someone like Tommy Doyle, who, you know, in fairness, he's not going to get a look in at Man City, is he? So, I think so. I think he's our best can, bet, isn't he? Can he come he's back? Def- he's Hugo, definitely our best who bet. I think's been, been great. You know, he rugged centre-forward, holds the ball up. Scored a couple, missed a couple. You know, potential of getting him in next season. I don't know what he would cost. What we're saying basically is the importance of why we bang on 
on this show about the importance of uh, the hierarchy being sorted and understanding and having a plan. Because when you go back to these players like Doyle, I've gone to Cardiff for a great time. They've got a great fan base, great stadium. Yeah, fantastic. Loved it. But Fulham are knocking the door for me. You know, where do you go? Well, next season, let's say West Brom don't get out. West Brom are knocking the door. Who do you think has got the most opportunity again back to the Premier League? Because ultimately, that's where all the players want to be. Now, when I look at, uh, if I'm a player and I look at, like, how the place is run, what the planning is, kind of money they're spending, can I look and see something developing that I want to be part of? And that is the importance of the hierarchy getting all their, you know, their eggs in a row. Because it affects, right? The effect, the knock-on effect is, oh, well, I went there, I had a good time, but I think they got more. And that's how players speak with their agents, with their wives, with their, with their friends, with their, with their dads, with their mums. You know, who, mm. who, where do I go to get the best opportunity? Yeah, and Tommy Doyle's mates are going to be looking at the table going, oh, you're a Cardiff, what, 19th? So you've, you know, he seems to be buying into, you know, the, the players do seem to be buying into the, the club, as we've said, with the heart they're showing. They seem, Ooh, they seem I, to be a good group who, you know, you've only got to see when we score a goal. They, they go nuts, don't they? Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. But, do, yeah, does, I wonder with Doyle, if we've had him, We'd have been better off having him next season for the whole season. Whereas the Man City look at it now and go, tick, you've ticked Cardiff off, mate. No need for you to go there next season. You're going to go to. That's right. Yeah. You're going to Venetia now next season. Oh, God, you've got to remember, he is, he is at 20 years old, nearly 21. Hmm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's not like he's at the top of Man City's list and they've got a bunch of 18 year olds out of there just on the brink. Do you know what I mean? That can mm, go to championship mm. size. He's not going to be at the top of Man City's list. Obviously, they're going to be paying attention to what he's doing and what's going on with him. But I don't like, I don't think he's going to be one of them youngsters that they're, you know, itching to keep on. Do you know yeah, what I mean? No, 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 no. But, but that, the, 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 the way it works, Brand, you're almost explaining an old style mentality towards the, the loan system. Mm. The idea is, is you go to a club, you do well, you come back, you go to a higher club. Yeah, You know, you're not going to be here with Man City at the moment, but if you go to that next club up and you get another year or six months experience and do really well and come back and I will say, okay, the final one is we're going to chuck you over to Spain or Italy. We're going to put you on loan mm -hmm. to, you know, go play for Roma and see what that's like. Goes well, does well. I guarantee you be part of that City squad, right? Because... You know, By the time that comes, there, if you'd be about 23, 24, like, will they still be investing into Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, that's it. Of course. Yeah, you look at someone like, um, you look at some of the players, um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek at Chelsea. Oh, he's been there. He made his debut. He's been the World Cup and everything. He's been there years. He's just getting into Tuchel's team. The boy at the back um, <coughs> plays for Ch Chelsea. Chalaba. Chalaba. Ch right. Yeah. That, that's, that's how it's done now, is we keep our, we keep our rough diamonds and we allow them to be polished by other clubs to a point where instead of their, we, when we sent him out on loan to Cardiff, he was probably three stages away from our first team. He just come back in off Roma. He's ready. He's yeah. had three different loans, Cardiff. And then he went to, let's say Norwich. And then he went to Villarreal and he's come back 23. He's the full package. He's got all his experience. He's got 150 games under his belt. He's ready to go. So 
the, the idea of the top clubs is keep them for as long as possible. When they get to 24, 25, if we're not in our first team, gone. then we'll say, right, okay, we'll, we'll sell them on. And teams like Cardiff or West Brom buy them for 10, 15, 20, 25 million if like, the Sheffield United. Uh, right, Fulham with Harry Wilson Star. in the summer, you know? Or Rian Brewster, Rian Brewster a couple of years ago. Rian Brewster, Sheffield United, right? That is sort of how it's gone now, right? Because, and you get a loan fee. Clubs have to pay you to take your top players on loan, right? So it's not, it's, it's not the same as it used to be in the sense that, you know, do we want to keep him? Do we, uh, those clubs got so much money brand. It's like, it's like, we can, we can, we, our, our idea is, you know, what we don't want is to release a 21 year old who two years later is ripping up for Liverpool mm. as a 25 year old or 23 year old, 24 year old, right? that they picked up one of ours that we didn't have the patience to let develop a bit further. So I, I take your point on board, but I do think that's, that's why it's important that our club is so, it is well run. Yeah. Not just on the playing side is well run throughout because the whole thing is looked at when you sit down with yourself and your agent and decide, well, there's four clubs in for me, which one am I going to go to? Talking of, um, talking of lone players. I think a player who's come back from loan has been not a showy difference, like drama maybe, or Hugel or Doyle, but Wintle coming back in has made a massive difference. I think just a calming influence in the middle of the of the field, you know, sitting just in front of that back four, quite quick to be able to sniff out trouble, putting fires out all over the place. Yeah, he's the kind of player you need, yeah. right? Like I never understood why. You had Pack, Bakuna, and Ra uh, and um, not Rawls. Who's the other one? But where? Lock uh, Vogues, Long Throw. I never understood how you had those three as your main sort of main three midfielders, plus Rawls, who's been in and out with injuries, and like we said, the 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 way they're not they're not the same player but they were doing the job the same if you know what I mean none of them were grabbing all of the game and what have you what I say about Wendell I've watched him twice now he's that he's the linchpin he's not going to spray a 70 yard ball for your right winger Drano who's made a brilliant run what he'll do is he'll connect that back three or back four with that midfield two runners or that striker that needs to then lay off to the midfielder and go again so he's a linchpin. He's a proper, he's a proper number six for me, mm. right? Does a lot of unseen work. Doesn't stand out of being, oh, he's beasting into that tackle or, you know what I mean? He does an awful lot of unseen work. And I think he is, it's it just like, I, I think like, what have we been thinking? Like signing players like that and then putting them straight out on loan. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I, I don't want to go over old ground, but. I think to myself, well, who is looking at that decision? Who makes a decision to sign someone? And then the same manager says, I don't want him. I'm going to put him out on loan. Like, why did you buy him? <laughs> For him to make Blackpool better. That don't make no sense. I mean, so I'm with you, D. I'm with you, DT. I think he's a very, very good player. It'd be interesting to see what that midfield looks like come next season though as well. 
we're like we're, like Wintel, I feel I feel like that role he plays, I feel like he's got that quite nailed down at the moment at this point of the season. And obviously there's a lot more football to be played, but at this point of the season, it's just who we stick next to him and then in front of him come next season. Because at the end of the day, that's the big that's the big thing here now. Like we we, take, we speak about this season and results and form of this season, but as long as we stay up, that's all, you know, as Cardiff fan base we care about, really. We should care about. But it's all about next season. I think that's where you're going to look at the, what the signings are going to be next mm. season. And that's... I and know, who's going out? Again, that's the question we've posed out there, right? Mm. It, it is going to be... we kind of accepted, OK, we're going to probably finish just off middle of the table this season. But next season, you know, you may as well start planning and preparing now. Mm. It's that midfield though I find so interesting because say you do put Winter in the midfield at the back, who goes next to him come next season? Like even who we haven't seen in a while, Bowen, when he gets back, he was doing good before he got injured. He was doing very well, good. We were all for his praises. Well, you could put you if if I well, mean, Rousey next to him. There's so many options. Just, just well, just a suggestion. You could play if you want to play two sixes, you play him and Rouse. If you want to play one six, you play him. And you might play Riles as an eight mm. with Isaac Davis as an eight. You've got one left, one right. As like, you know, you or you've got uh, Isaac Davis and I don't know, Ruben Colwell as a ten. You know I mean, he, I mean, you got you got options. I think what those kids are picking up now is just how difficult a season in the championship is going to yeah. be. Right, so they've come in halfway through a season. Now, what you've got to think next season, kids, is you've got to go again, but be even better for even longer. It's hardcore right? at the moment as well, isn't it? Because of all of those games we've had cancelled because of COVID, you know, we are playing every three days. Now, you know, and that's the cliche about the championship, isn't it? We play every three days, but you don't always. At the Absolutely. moment, we are, yeah. aren't we? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's going to be continued probably towards the end of the season, you know, to, to catch up. So, you know... It, it it's great, although that happens because you don't train as much, and you're just playing games, which is ultimately what you're in for. But it, it does take a toll. It's toll on your body. It does take its toll because you are carrying knocks, you are carrying like injuries, you are carrying fatigue, not just of the the muscle, but also of the mind. So it's a big ask, and this is why I always say the experience. You, you know, to go with. 80% youth, I think, is a, is a bit of a crazy one. You, you do enough. need so much. Yeah, you do, you do need so much um, experience in there. Shall we have a look at what the fans have been saying? Yeah, let's have a quick look. So look, we asked, as you said at the top, Nath, we asked fans where they think we'll finish this season and what they'd like to happen mm. next year. Unanimous, really, that... People want Steve Morrison to be given the job. Only one person uh, saying they'd want to see where we finish in the league. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, in terms of position, uh, I think as high as 10th someone's had us, most people thinking we're going to be finishing around 15th to 18th, um, yeah. which is, is fair. Well, it's not fair, it's ambitious, probably 15th from where we are at the moment. But in the, the kind of form we're in, if that keeps up, I know we lost last night, obviously, and we lost at Millwall. But you know, there's we've since we last spoke, there are more wins. We got more wins under our belt, haven't we? Let's be honest. Well, we've got two out of what five. 
more, I think. Three, three, Coventry. Beat Coventry. We beat Peter Bro. We lost the Mole War. We lost the, we drew a Blackpool. Uh, we lost last night, late on. So seven points yeah. in. So yeah, the uh, the one person who says they'd like to wait and see on uh, Morrison, their shout. This is James McKellar. Hello. All right, James. How are you doing? Um, let's wait and see what happens in March with Salah. If that goes our way, the budget might be slightly bigger than expected. Uh, certainly don't expect contracts to be offered before that's over. Things will finish between 16th and 12th. And if that hop- if that happens, you'd offer Morrison the job. But if it doesn't happen, you'd be going for Nathan Jones at Luton, who's who's doing an amazing Ew. job. Um, I, like him. I like him a lot. Obviously a City fan. Yeah. Went wild at uh, the Liberty the other day. Yeah, I, I, I think... I, my thing is, listen, Jones is a great, great lad. Um, my thing is with him going to Stoke and then returning so quickly back to Luton, sometimes, you've heard me say this before, Dan, sometimes it just fits. Sometimes you and that club just are a good fit. All right. And whether his, he's got the experience, whether he could handle the expectation, because I think that is the difference. All right, and it's the same as a player playing for someone who's in League One or League Two is is not a problem, right? When you get bored and you go up to say a Premier League club, right? Expectations change, and can you handle that expectation? And you know, I think, in fairness to to someone like Nathan Jones, he's had an opportunity to do that. And it didn't work out. Now, I'm not saying that that would be the same wherever he goes. Cardiff might be the perfect fit for him. But, you know, I want fans to take into account there's a lot to, to take in, right? I think James is, makes some great points. There's the, you know, it is a lot to take in. There's a lot going on at that club mm. at the moment, right? I know results are better, but we've come from practically rock bottom, Right? which we've experienced too many times in the last five or six years. We've come from a place where we're flirting with relegation. And, you know, this time we come off the back of such a bad run. Anything by continuing on just lose, 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 lose is going to be better. All right. But I like the fact that James is, is almost urging patience. And let's see, I think we'll come on to this point in a minute, um, what he says about the payments for Emilio Sal. You know, mm-hmm. that is obviously going to play a, a huge part in, in what happens uh, going forward in future. Plus, we know 10, 12 players out of contract. They, 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 there's a lot. There's a lot to d- be done at Cardiff City. Uh, my, in my experience of being within a football club, I look at us at the moment, I think there's so many things that need to be sorted. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, I, I hope they've got a plan. But we've not seen a plan develop in the last three or four years. We've seen us get, you know, walk into situations, not get lucky. We we got everything we deserved under Neil Warnock, which was a promotion. But we didn't know how to kick on from that. We didn't have the experience at board level to be able to say, okay, thanks. You know, I know it sounds cold. I know it sounds callous, but we want hip because we want to finish 
16th or above in the Premier League. We want to stay in there a year and start to build then up towards becoming, you know, uh, a regular in the Premier League and having the club, you know, realise its full potential. I think uh, that, that I think what James is saying is, is really important. Gary Haynes. Mm. Haynesy. Gaza. You know, like a, like a lot of people, as I, as I said, I gave you the overview of where people think we'll finish 15th to 18th. But if we do reach a safe total, it would be good to see the likes of Denham getting more game time over people whose contract might not be renewed. Uh, next season, happy to continue with Morrison and the youngsters with a couple of sensible additions with experience. However, if we do that, then perhaps us fans need to be more realistic and realise it's a longer-term goal to achieve sustainability and mid-table obscurity could be the way forward for a few seasons. Who, 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 who put that? Gary Haynes. Gaza, Haynesy. that's two great questions. And that one, I think, nails it for me. Yeah. I really do. I really think that, that like both James and Gaz, almost urgent patience, you know, be careful, tread carefully, and it's a big building job, all right? So what do you think, Brent? Exactly what you said there, Nave, to be honest. It, like we said, it's all about patience, isn't it? And there's a, lot, there's a lot to be done, but as we know from experience as a fan, you could say as a player, Nave, like, is, is most likely not going to get done the way it should be. And I know it's hard to say, and you know, it is the same, you know, I want to have that belief and that hope that, you know, it will all be sorted, but it most likely won't. So it's going to be a long process. We're going to need patience as a fan base. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot of times now over the next few years, and for, I hope not, like touch wood, but it's probably going to be a lot of times when you go to the stadium, it's going to be hardly anyone there. Because for the past few years, I we've have been, noticed. Yeah. yeah, and even now, even now it's all started. I looked the, I looked the other night and then I was, I was like, I was quite surprised, to be honest with you, mm. the amount of empty seats. Even at Peterborough game, when we went 4-0, it looked like it was a Parkside game. It was a few, it was obviously a few people in the canton, as it always is, a couple in the family and all that, but even not hardly any Peterborough fans. It was like watching, it was like watching a park game. I thought it was COVID restrictions on the stadium. You could have mm -hmm. fooled me, but it's, it's patience. It's like we say, I mean, we've been saying it for a while now. It's all about patience. Just patience and seeing where we go. Do you know what though? I think I think you know when fans like fans want they are fans who who want success all of the time, right? But that's usually when you get carried away in the mm. in the result or the game. When you sat at home and you're taking stock, most most of them understand that, you know, Rome weren't built in a day, right? Cardiff City history goes back hundred years. Right. So if in order to to build something that's sustainable at top level, it's going to take time. And, I, and that, that's what I would say to uh, the owners is you've not got like an impatient fan base. You know, look, you look at what we, they've been through. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You, know, past, you look at the past 10 years, past 11, 12 well, years. Well, 10 years, right. Two promotions, flirted with relegation a few times, a string of managers, you know, one after another, you know, just, 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 just a bit of a mess, right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you got, you never you mind look changing at that the colour to red. Never mind that. Yeah, well, never the mind thing. that, right? The but you, you can't look and go, that's, we've had a sustained period mm. of success there. And by success, I would say get in the Premier League, stay in there for, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years, whatever it may be, right? And becoming like a household name, you know, Cardiff, 
the city of Cardiff becoming an attraction to overseas players, a major attraction. It's only, like I always say, two hours from London, hour and a half from Birmingham. So really attractive place to be. You know, that should be the picture that's painted, Dan. You see, you know you see Burnley signing, like, Veghorst, who's one of the top scorers in the Bundesliga, and you're thinking, you know, what are Burnley doing up in the Premier League for all this time? We, we should be up there, you know? But that's planning, though, Dan, planning. right? I don't, that's not just Sean Dyche and the players, because the players, they revolve. There's different players coming in and out. Uh, the manager, they've had, they've, okay, they've dropped out in there once, I think, in his, in his uh, tenureship. But it's a sustained business model, you know. And, and they've gone on now. They've, the, 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 the original owners who um, uh, Dyche was under has now moved on or... You know, there's a bigger shareholder in running the, the place. So, you know, it can be done. That's what I say. It can be done. And it should be being, being uh, achieved at Cardiff City. And, I, I, you know, I think it's frustrating for a lot of people that you get halfway through a season and you're writing it off. Yeah. We just want to get to 2022, 23. Right? And then, you know, you get Christmas, January there and it's not a great season. We just want to get to 23, 24. All right, so you're almost willing your life away, which is always that you should do, right? Because you're just craving that success. But I bet you if you said to the fans, okay, you know, there's no guarantees, but we're going to gradually build. Five-year right? plan. That's Five-year plan, isn't it? Yeah, that, Five-year plan. That's what they'd expect, right? That's what most of us would expect in any business. I think, um, you know, there have been moments this season, particularly under Morrison, of course, where we have looked really exciting. We've got youngsters coming through. So, you know, needless to say, a couple of fans who've been in touch do think that, you know, maybe we could be a surprise package next season, says Tim Wegner. Ian Ballinger says, you know, you know, pushing for the playoffs next season. You know, everyone's saying similar things. We're going to have the youth. We're going to get some good loan players in. We're going to get a few uh, experienced heads in. But, um, you know, you can get... Can't, so can't is everybody away, else. That's an ideal world, isn't it? That's an ideal world. <laughs> That's the problem, I mean? right? So are the three teams that come down from the Premier League. So are those teams like West Brom and whatever if they don't make it up. So are the teams if there's big clubs come up from League One. I mean, so are the whole city. They've got a new Simon Cowell-style ownership who are going to be going for it, right? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Every season... There's probably at least ten clubs in the championship who expect, yeah, right, mm. who have a who have a have a right to be in with you know the top six, vying for promotion, and 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 that's what you have to understand. Uh, is you know it's okay when fans speak like that. It's because they they're willing the best for them. You know what I mean? Or their worst case scenario is better than the worst case scenario that could actually materialize. Yeah, it's also because we're, <laughs> we're, we're used to being in that mix, aren't we? There's a, yeah. there's a thing yeah. I like to look at, which is the all-time championship table. And we're top of it, which is a good and a bad thing. Because if you're top yeah. of it, it means you've always been in the championship, more or less. Yeah. yeah. I've never been in the top division. <laughs> yeah, but I suppose it means you tend, we do tend to challenge, you know? But um, yeah, yeah. you know it, it could be a, it could be a big ask. Look, we'll go we'll go we'll go a bit different now. Gareth Frost, mm. 
Oh, Frosty. Frosty. Now, Frosty's got a <laughs> Frosty's got a yes. 40th birthday, I think, coming up, or a big birthday coming up. So um, we'll just say mm, happy, happy birthday, 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 birthday China. Happy birthday, Frosty. Okay. Uh, it, it, he said something Brandon said earlier, trust the process. Um, question for Nathan. With the return of Masters football, would Nathan play in them if a City side was entered? And who would you pick as your teammates? I don't know if you've seen this, Nathan. The oh. Masters is coming back. It's back. Which is... Oh, that thing on Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, back, like the, um, back the ageing past their pros uh, okay. playing five-a-side. <laughs> for, Car- for Cardiff, then, who would I pick for mm. Cardiff who I played with? I'm interested in this. Well, yeah, just, they don't have to be who you... It doesn't have to be who you played with. You could just have your pick of ex-Cardiff players. Cardiff players, let's in see. In their prime as well, Nath. Oh, no, uh, on their prime. It's right now in their Masters. I know, I was thinking, let's, let's get the all-time Cardiff team in. I probably, I, Ernie, because I think Ernie's like, Ernie's like a little elastic band, right? He, he'd still be older. He'd still have about five yards on people. Still working in football as well, so he's going to be keeping himself in good shape. How many, this how much notice I take of it. How many players can I have? Frosty. Well, tell you what, five, give six. us another five because you want to sub, don't you? Keep those old legs. Mm. Uh, okay, well, I got you a sub, Dan, as usual. Dan's my sub. Brilliant. Sub. Okay. <laughs> I'll be I'll be chopping the halftime oranges. <laughs> Ernie, I would say uh, Gary Bennett. Oh, now I'm bringing out some classics. And I. Gary Bennett. Let's see. Uh, Nicky Richardson. Always very good, great, great ball player in midfield. Windy Miller, just in case any of the opponents start messing around and need someone to sort them out. <laughs> uh, Gary Thompson. Same. Uh, and I'll give you two midfielders. Eddie Newton, Peter Whittingham. Oh, someone's going to have to go in goals here, Nate. Are you doing, are you doing goalie rush? Well, well, we'll do rush back in the <laughs> <and laughs> ask a quick question. I need to ask a quick question. So what's yeah. the average age of your side? Well, I was just going to say, Gary Bennett's 60. So I'm hoping, you, I'm <laughs> hoping you're not coming thinking. up against Swansea and they've got like Mitchu playing. And, uh, like, you know, you're actually going to have to play football here, Nate. Like, you actually got to play a game. You've got to well, play well, a game I, of football. I was, I, was, I, was, yeah, I, was, I was just thinking the players I would love to have in a little six or seven aside. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, God rest him, I, I pick wits, right? Because mm. he's just he's just one of my all-time favourite players at Cardiff. But I could have put Kavanaugh in there. I could have put, who else could have? Jimmy Floyd, he plays oh, for Cardiff. Yeah. Could have put him in there. So he's someone in the last 20 years, like. Yeah, you know, I, I, I was just I was just reminiscing, really, and just <laughs> picking players I loved, really. Yeah, I mean, I, tell, yeah. I reckon McPhail would be good at fives. And he was mm. the he was he was the final one, Stevie Mack, right? I'd probably have Stevie Mack before Graham Cavan actually, because he would be he would play every minute of every game if he could handle it still, right? Because mm. he is just a linchpin. He is brilliant linchpin. What can I say? He looks like what a player. Well, he's he's what meant to be coming on actually. I need to give him a chase, so we'll uh, yeah we'll get him on. Yeah, yeah, great lad as well. Great lad. All right, let's let's move on. Um, listen, I just want to touch on it. It was obviously the, the anniversary of Emilio Salas, uh, passing recently. So just from the Suez to his family and what have you, just continued deepest condolences because, um, it's one of them, whenever I hear the story repeated, 
it, it's almost like I'm in a dream. It's like you just can't believe it. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, regardless of the circumstances around it. And I also think uh, Ibbotson, uh, David Ibbotson, the, the pilot as well, his family. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, the uh, deepest condolences to them both from uh, us here at the Swaz. I'm sure you guys would um, reiterate that. Yeah, it's, it still doesn't seem real, does it, that something like that could happen in this day and age? It doesn't. You know? It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. And it did. It doesn't. It doesn't. I hate it. And I hate it being prolonged. And I think I yeah, speak for most. About it. I think I speak for most Cardiff City fans when I say that because I've not met a fan yet when this conversation has been spoken about who hasn't just said, first thing that they've said is, you know, he's our player, just pay the money. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, I, and listen, and you know, like I said, circumstances around it are what they are. That's for investigations to sort out, what have you. But, you know, I think most City fans thought he was our player and um, exactly. you should have done the honourable thing and just paid the money and then challenged afterwards would have would have been mm. better, right, if, if that's the case. But, um, yeah, just uh, love and condolences and in our thoughts. Uh, forever and a day. As much as we all, you know, love love the sport of football, sometimes this this things are much bigger. Perspective, you know I mean, my just brother. like that perspective. P- perspective, you know, sad the knock on effect. What happened to his dad? Yeah. Clearly affected majorly, and you know, I just think his mum and his sister. Oh, it's a mm. it's a difficult one for for what should have been, you know, the great, know him, the, 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 well for the for what should have been the greatest one of the greatest moments of their family. Yeah, you know, turned into it's a big break, know, wasn't it? The it's biggest big nightmare, absolutely, absolutely. Rest in peace. So yeah, R.I.P. My friend, rest well. So a little bit now. I just want to touch before we jump on to uh, Midtown Mode. Joe Bagan, what, what, what's what's going on? Best left back in the championship. What's happening? Best left back. I always backed him. Can I say something? Go back. <laughs> Look at the episodes. Go back in the episodes. Who was there saying? He should be our left back. Who yeah, I do remember you saying it because I I said he was a bit like he was a bit lightweight when I think mm. it was against Blackburn. I think up at yeah. Blackburn when we got absolutely mullered. I think it was five one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was um, it was a bit. It was it was a bit much for him. But in fairness to the lad, you know, okay, not been all wins, but we got was it three and three, three and three, three. Up, three up and until. Three. Yeah, yeah, three and three. He's seen what drama was doing on the other on the mm. other wing. He got his he got his chant. Giles goes. We bring in Alfie Doughty. He thinks, ah, okay, they don't rate me. They've got someone else in. Uh, he gets injured then in his second game. He's got his chance again. You know, unexpected really. Not what Morrison was planning. Drama was doing so well on that other wing. Well, look, drama's had dodgy games defensively. Mm. Um, and I think you can see the link between Morrison's coaching and his improvement because Morrison was making a point in press conferences of saying he's playing the safe ball all the time. I want to see him running at people. And you can see now, Bacon, when he gets the ball, he thinks, ah, I've been told by the boss I've got to run at people. So he just goes on these mad yeah, runs. Yeah. He's, he's playing a, more like a wingback, isn't to. he? Yeah, yeah, he's playing yeah. more like a wingback instead of a fullback. But let, let me put, let me point out that there, right? That's the importance of when you know a manager has your back and he's 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 on your side. That's what can happen. You know, when you hear, um, you'll often hear 
uh, players say, oh, the manager's got to love him. That's what happens. When the manager is speaking and, and then you deliver what he's asking you to do. Listen, that is, that, that, that what I would say to Began is, you know, just polish that, what you're doing. Just keep making it better and better and better. Never forgetting you're a defender first. All right? But mm -hmm. modern day football fullbacks are the new wingers. All right? So, you know, get used to playing, not in a back four, but get used to playing ahead of your, to your inside centre half then. All right? Left side centre half. And I think going forward in the future, you get athletic centre halves, your fullbacks become even more poignant in a game, right? More prominent getting forward, more crosses, more goals. I think, you know, the goals he scored have all been similar. Like you say, Dan, it's on a charge, like, you know, he's coming in, arriving. He should have scored. Like, what, like, what, what game was it? Uh, I think it might have been Blackhawk Pool where he had a chance and he's trying to bend it with the outside of his left foot and he's middled it and it's gone straight and gone out for a goal kick, right? I know exactly what he was trying to do. Uh, if he needs to give me a call, I can show him that technique left <laughs> 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 I love it, yeah, Dad. But no, uh, I'm just so gassed for the kid, like, you know what mm. I mean? Because like I said, I, I, I said I thought he needed to drop out, improve his physique a little bit, bit of strength. Yes, he looks a little different physique-wise, but it's clearly mental. You know, Steve Morrison's got in his head and got him on side and got him going in the right direction. And he, he's playing brilliantly, I have to say that. He's got the capabilities, haven't he? That's the thing. He's got the capabilities to be that, for, that wing back that we need. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's got the capabilities. And a little fun fact for you. Did you know he's six foot three? But you wouldn't think that looking at his stature. Yeah. He's six foot three. I know you wouldn't think it would you looking at his stature, but he is a he is a standing six foot and three inches. But yeah, he, I just, that, I just want to see. You him up? That's a fact. Check it. Someone search it up if you really want to. Search it up. No, I didn't realize he was that tall. I thought he was about six yeah. foot. Six he's feet. Got the, is he? He's got the capabilities. I hope, I just hope that he keeps getting these opportunities. And but what I do like about Morrison is that when the players, you can tell when players are not doing what he wants them to do, they're gone. You just know. Mm. Do you know what I mean? As much as. You know, players need to, you know, trial and tribulation, like they need to learn through what they're doing. You've got to learn fast. You've got to learn fast. You've got to learn fast. That's what you've got to do in the championship. That's, that's football, uh, our kid. That's football. It's, it's, there's, there's no sort of, I would say, you, 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 you might get one opportunity, right? Very rarely do you get two or three opportunities. You might get, one opportunity, but you've got to earn that opportunity. It's not an opportunity because you're a Cardiff as a scholar since you were nine and then a pro for two years. You don't get the opportunity because you've been there since you were nine years old. You have to earn it. You have to be the, you have to be better than the, the lad who's playing in your position in the first team or as good. So the manager says, let me check him in and see what he's like. Right, that opportunity that comes, you've got to try and take it with both hands and not look back. So, Joe going out and coming back in, uh, and then seeing the difference, how he's playing, it's a long way to continue. I just, you know, like I say, Joe, make that part of your game. You know, that that's the norm we want from you.
I mean, because I think uh, he can become, he's, well, he's proven he can get on the end of crosses. His timing is excellent. That's another thing I would say about him. You know, he, he, it's not just about, you know, scoring. You've got to be in the right place at the right time and be reading the play. So, uh, yeah, long may it continue. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a call-up for the Ireland squad because mm. he's played a few games for the under-21s yeah. and, you know, they're uh, in a transitional period. So they do play players from the championship. It'd be good, wouldn't it? Uh, so, uh, yeah, could be, could be uh, sticking a few more zeros on his... Big uh, up, big up. Yeah, yeah. But it is, it, is, it is the squad, the players, the manager, everything. It is going in the right direction uh, at last. So that's a good thing. Right, let's move on. Let's uh, should go. We should go with a bit of our um, Mr. J Mo. We'll have a little bit of the old uh, Minto Moan and see what he said lately. Jason Mohammed here with another Minto Moan, sitting here with my cup of tea. Bit disappointed with last night's defeat against Huddersfield Town. So hard to take. They played so well for 88 minutes and then just switched off and lost it in the 96th minute. I was eating my steak and chips and it put me off my chips, but not my steak. Nothing puts me off my steak. So I woke up this morning thinking, ah, disappointing. But then again, you know what? Huddersfield Town, they're a good side on a great run. They'll be there or thereabouts come the end of the season. So a couple of questions for you today. Yet again, so impressed with Tommy Doyle. I love watching that kid, the way he's come down to our club and he plays for the shirt, plays for the badge. Can't say that for a lot of them who've worn the shirt and the badge this year. Inspires this question. Is he one of the greatest loan signings Cardiff City have ever had? I still think that Eddie Newton, Blakey's mate, is still at the very top of the tree when you ask most City fans of a certain vintage. Number two, do you think we're an entirely different prospect now against Fulham? Because I went to Fulham back in October and 2000 City fans sang their hearts out. But we knew what was going to happen. We knew we were going to get beat. Kiefer Moore up front waving his arms around, frustrated. Mick McCarthy standing on the touchline, not waving his arms around, frustrated. Kind of just standing there. But hey, we all know how that story ended. But now, Saturday, home game, Fulham. Yes, they've got Alexandra Mitrovic, just created that new championship record. But you just think, I don't know, this side... They show no fear. They'll have a go at anyone. So do you think it'll be different? And then thirdly, how much are you all looking forward to the Swansea City match? Because all my City mates are saying it's going to be huge now. I look at the table, looks like we're safe. Now it's all about that big South Wales derby because let's face it, we can't lose that because we can't have Swansea City creating history because they'll be coming down looking to do the double over us. So are you all looking forward to that game as much as I am? So it's a bit of mint and a bit of moan today. Yes, disappointed we've lost it in the last couple of minutes, but still mint to think we can go to Huddersfield and think we can win. And a bit mint that we can sit here with a cup of tea looking forward to the Fulham game. Anyway, got to go, lads. Round of golf on the way. Take care. Right, welcome back. That was uh, very interesting. Some very interesting points there Jason made. So um, where should we start? Let me throw it out to you, Brandt. Uh, in your short period of young life um i'll come to you second down with the same question tommy doyle best loan ever in your short in period my lifetime yeah i yeah, have to keep yeah. saying shortly if we are we get it, i'm young i'm young but you're only about in the last in the last 20 years you could probably <laughs> obviously there's a lot there's a lot a lot of football left to be played at the end of the day there's a lot of football left to be played mm. so we're still 
a lot of time, but what we've seen off him, it is really good. And you mentioned Jason there, net mentioner, Eddie Newton. Mm. And you know, the reason why the fans did fall in love with Eddie, because he knew, knew no if he loved playing for the club, your club, he, mm -hmm. you know, he, he played with his heart on his sleeve. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? He was going for it. And you can mm -hmm. see that a lot with Tommy as well. You mm. can see he's going for it. When, when we scored, he's buzzing, he's, he's screaming. Even at the end of the game, he's coming over to the fans and, you know, and he's sort of developing that connection slowly but surely. Mm. And even when you look when he scored, I mean, we haven't mentioned it yet, but when he scored against um, last night, mm. against Uddersfield. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You can, you can see he was buzzing, he, he's loving it. And you can see him slowly buying into Morrison's, into, you know, Morrison's way of thinking we should play football. And you can see it, and you can see in the way he's playing. And I will say, sorry, to answer your question, <laughs> I'd probably say the only person I can think of at the top of my head who can challenge me is a better... No, even that, no. No, I probably will say, actually. Go on, what was you going to say? No, I'm not like, no, no, no. I'm not even going to say it in my lifetime. Yeah, I'm going for it. I'm putting out there, statement. Surely in your lifetime, Victor Camarasa, who scored goals in the Premier League against Arsenal and Chelsea, Gotta beat little Tommy Doyle up and he. I think everyone's yeah, tripping. I know that. Yeah, we're right. Are we talking about quality of players? <laughs> you forgot about that one, did you, friend? See, you're dealing with, see, you're dealing with. Yeah, but he didn't have the connection. He didn't have the connection. You're dealing he with a connoisseur of Cardiff City here, right? I didn't see Victor Camarasa come once over to the fans and give it all this. I didn't see it once. When, he, when I see that, then I'll do it. Listen, like DT ain't on the show because he just likes the show, right? DT knows his Scheisenhausen, right? He knows his <laughs> stuff, man. And, and I'll be honest with you, DT, I forgot about Victor. When he just said it then, I was like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> then the league, nah, Victor was a dog. You know what I mean? He was a dog, so. So you're going to stand by your statement, Brent? What? Yeah, I stand by my statement. I was too busy doing my GCSEs at that point. So, <laughs> so give me a break. I stand by it because Camarasa didn't wear in his ass. Yeah, okay. he, was, he couldn't wait to go. We couldn't wait to go. Okay. <laughs> couldn't wait to get out of there. Kumas would be the one for me. You know, when Kumas came in from, was he probably on loan from West Brom? Yeah. Unbelievable. Scored that amazing goal on his debut yeah. against Leeds night game at the Indian Park. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had him back again. He wasn't as good maybe the second time round, but one of the most talented players I ever mm. saw play for the mm. city. Um, yeah, Kumas for me. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd just make it short and sweet. I, I'd go with my mate, Eddie Newton. I, I just think he was a different breed. And, uh, you know, I think what he went on to achieve off the back of player for Cardiff just showed us all just how good a player he really was. And, uh, you know, we were in a we were in a, a, a lower sort of league, lower position then, Dan. So, you know, playing against your Rotherhams and things like that on pitches that were not the best. I mean, so I am gonna stick with with uh, Jace. I'm gonna stick with the old Eddie Newton. So best ever, best ever loan signing, Eddie Newton from most as he says, but um we'll also chuck Victor Calarasa in there and Brandon's own Tommy Doyle as 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 his number one. So uh you're gonna be his number one fan. We just need one of those machines that they used to click clicker. I will, don't yeah. worry. So I will uh, worry. what else he say? Uh he fancies us against Fulham. That was a um, big statement. What do you think, Dad? Fulham lost to Huddersfield mm. on the weekend. 
we nearly beat Huddersfield last night. So, <laughs> so it's a draw. <laughs> right, that's a, we'll call that the conquer statement from now on, right? So yeah. I got 123, uh, you got a one, uh, uh, you beat mine, so you become 124. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it yeah. goes. There's like the, um, there's a record in there of who's the world champions in football <laughs> as well from like, going yeah. through and uh, I think Scotland have been a lot but um, yeah ugh. yeah tough one isn't it against Fulham yeah obviously I, Nico yeah. Williams is there now yeah I, I think I think we'll play up but I just think they're too strong uh, this is the sort of what I meant earlier when I said when someone said oh you know about the playoffs yeah everyone else is strict we'll be stronger well we should be stronger you hope that's the idea each year on year on years continued development so are everybody else. That's 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 the whole idea, you know. Everyone looks to get stronger. Yeah. Do I fancy us against Fulham? Listen, I think uh, Mitrovic now will be even harder to stop. He's just broken the record for the most uh, league goals in the championship season. I think also what it shows is the championship isn't that great this year. Right? That's the. I think we've said it before on yeah. the show, right? To be at 33, 34 goals in February, it's like ridiculous it is, it? Right? and you haven't spent every day at the top of the league you know it was a while where Bournemouth were uh, top of the top of the tree West Brom were top of the tree so you know listen I take my hat off to the lad because it's a fantastic achievement but it does say a lot and then do you know the weird thing for me you know with, with uh, Fulham Mitrovic is that he then doesn't play in the Premier League it's like how can mm. you think he's like top championship striker but not good enough for the Premier League but hey, that's not my problem. So, do I fancy us for the win against Fulham? And I'm going to sit on the fence and say the best I hope is for listen. I hope we get a win, but I think the best we can manage is a draw. If we walked away with a point, that would make my Saturday. To be honest, yeah, that's the point I'm at. If we walked away with a point, I'd be happy because I just don't see any way of us like oh, I could be proven wrong, and I hope I will be, but I just can't see any way of us playing through that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I just I can just see him just causing so many problems, like one after the other, after the other, after the other. Because we're not going to get the ball, we're not going to hold the ball and get away from him, are we? Well, it's where then the, the likes of your loan signings, your Tommy Doyles. Best loan signings. Does, does, do, does he do that? Can he do that? Mm. Can he run a game of football against what's deemed at this moment in time a better opponent? Can you win it? Mm. Can you run it? Can you run the game? Can you, you know... Make sure that you're in control of midfield instead of their players. This is this is the question. The six million dollars. Okay, he's obviously touched a really raw nerve there, Daniel. Son, it did a little. <laughs> Only because I forgot it. Only because I, I forgot it. <laughs> Brandon's thinking about the Camarasa posters he had covering his school books. Like, While well, I was revising, <laughs> while well, I was revising, watching his highlights. All right, Go. and then finally, uh, listen. Um, so we've got a draw myself. Dan, you think Fulham win, draw, lose? Oh, go on, we'll go for a draw. Draw, and you're sitting on a fence with all as well in your brand with the with both of us. Yeah, might as well. And then he finally, Jam said about the Swansea. Can't have them creating history. So what, would two, that be the first time one of the clubs has won home and away is what he's alluding to. What do you think? Do you think that's it? I mean, it's not until, I don't think we play until April. 
Um, yeah, it's a yes, April, isn't it? But um, what do you think? Let's. I'll go. I'll start with you, Dan. What do you think? You think that's a that's a game that now you look because two months ago I was thinking this is this you know, the season that history they create history on us. But now I'm I'm far more confident now. I think we're in a better position than they are. If I'm totally honest, that that. They're in terrible form, mm. aren't they? Um, you know, the opposite to us, they'll have all the possession and not really score many, whereas we're, you know, quite free-flowing at the moment on, on the break and on the mm. counter. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the game now. I'm like you, wasn't at all. It's a month off, isn't it? Who knows? Well, five weeks off even. Who knows what'll be happening then? I think, you know, drama and bacon are, are kind of key as well in, in attacking them. So we're a long way off. But I'm looking forward to it now, whereas I was dreading it. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be above them by that point anyway. Yeah. What about you, Brad? Well, same as Dan, really. It's five weeks away. We've seen how much it can change. Look, look five weeks ago, I was dreading this fixture. Mm. But now, you know, it's another five weeks away. Anything could happen in that time. You look at the film Swans, you're on, and it is poor. Mm. So I just went on the podcast, but... You know, it's, it's, it's five weeks to see where we are then. But if we do lose, and if they do make history... I'm probably going to cry worse than when we lost in the Carling Cup final. I, 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 just, I just don't believe. I will shed tears. I, I don't believe uh, that, you know, I'll say it. Surely, surely. No, yeah. I, don't, I just don't believe that they're good enough to create that history at this moment in time. But, I think but if, we're not if, back, if we It's not necessarily that we're back in them. Or? Yeah, I was going to say, if we were back, you know, three months ago in the Mick, and that game, this game was coming up, and we were in that form, then I would be really worried, but um, I don't know. I just don't think, I think I always say going away from home and winning games is hard enough. Going away from home, winning a derby is even more. Going home and winning in this derby, going away from home, winning in this derby and trying to create history. Well, that that is, you know, that is a real, real big ask. And uh, yeah, I think most City fans should be down there for that game just to make sure, yeah. you know, definitely they're behind the team yeah. and uh, making sure that that history isn't created. But that was, I like that. That was a great uh, mid on moment. So big thanks to our our boy, Jason Mohammed. And uh, his overall know? verdict, yeah, disappointed with the late Huddersfield loss, but he seems very optimistic about the future. So big tick for uh, Steve Morrison, I suppose. And those players currently on the books, Right. Remember, we're at Swaz Pod on the Twitter, the Facebook. So like, love, share, comment, subscribe, all the rest of it. Let's get into part two. And uh, we'll be a bit quicker on this part. Uh, obviously, we've touched on um, the win and the defeat. We had the win against Coventry, which I thought was a really good win because I think they're a good team. Uh, I think they're, a, they're like a top eight team for me, top 10 at worst. You know, the, the then the, the Blackpool draw, which could have gone either way. I think, don't think that was, we were well-deserved of a win or they were. I thought that result could have gone the other way. And obviously last night's result, which was the biggest kick in the teeth ever, because I was sat on the set, he looked at my phone, seen one nil, give a little <laughs> to myself. Because I then looked at the table and looked, we were above, the arch therapy down the road and thought, oh, at last, right? I want to change around. Fair play to the boys. And then went upstairs, went to the toilet, 
come back downstairs, literally five minutes later, just thought, let me have a look at that table again. And then we were back below and I thought, oh, went to the results <laughs> and lost it away. So, uh, yeah, sick as a parrot, but, um, what have you made of it, gentlemen? What have you made of those three results? Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking last night. Absolutely yeah, we played well, didn't we? I think the goal was fantastic. You know, at times. The goal was fantastic. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a pleasure to see a, what I call a footballing goal. Right? Mm. It was a footballer, footballing goal. Right? And it was like, and, and that's why I say credit to Steve Morrison. He, the team is playing much better there and they have got much yeah. better standard of player, even though they're younger, they got a much better standard of footballer in the team. They've got more footballers in the team, right? And a I've been, flick by Hugo was lush. I've right? been saying lot, for years to, little ones. to Rob Phillips and the music, you can't play football without footballers. And they'd say like, well, they're all footballers. And you say, well, they are, but they're not. They've been brought in by design to do a job and they all do the same job. And really and truly, they're happy to do that, but they were getting away with murder. Because if I'm a striker and you're not providing me with opportunities in the midfield, right? And then my defense is saying, well, you're not protecting us in front either. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that was allowed to, to, to go for two, three seasons, right? Which was always my bugbear. But yeah, anyway, that's off my chest. But yeah. What did you, uh, you obviously get it about last night, the late. Yeah, the late but you know, one of those where it doesn't look like we're going to go down now. We, they had a lot of the ball hitters field last night, as most teams tend to have against us at the moment, although we've got better in possession. But we looked, mm. we looked solid. We looked dangerous on the, you know, we had all the chances in the first half, really. Um, yeah. Couldn't take out. Mm. They were putting pressure on. We scored a great goal. And it was just this flashpoint where Hugel, I don't think he did really. They were talking it up as if it should be a sending off. Just kills the game for a few minutes. Their players down, Tom Lee's getting a headband. Their crowd get riled up. And then there's going to be loads of extra time, injury time. So they almost equalise right away. And then you know you've got nine minutes injury time. So it's like, you can see it coming. But I wasn't as disappointed as usual because you think we're on the, you know, we're on the, we are on the right path. We are on the right path, you know? The Coventry yeah. game, I thought, you're going down there and you're freezing, pissing down, and you're looking at the team and he's rested loads of people, he's brought Eli King in for his debut, who, you know, did nothing wrong, wasn't that adventurous. It felt like he was trying to get to half-time and then bring some subs on, but obviously takes Watters off before. You know, we've it feels in the distant past now, but, uh, you know, don't personally agree with taking him off on 36 minutes, even if Hugo makes us stronger. I think Morrison should have stuck to his guns, give him another nine minutes so he could have seen out the half and then made a full assessment on him after yeah. after that. Okay, you want to help the team and you want to win. And ultimately we did that, but we didn't score till the second half. Um, yeah. Mark Harris took his goal really well. Bacon took his goal really well. So positives. Uh, Blackpool game, it felt like we were in such a good run of form. You know, you can't, we're not going to win every game. It's the championship. So you kind of think like, okay, well, maybe today we'll come unstuck. Uh, mm. You know, Blackpool go one the They, you know, they're a decent footballing team. They were. Mm. Um, and yeah, and drama combines with Bacon for another great goal. And you think, come on, get a winner. But um, yeah, you can't have it all. So I, I just think yeah. it's, it's positive. It's really positive from, from where we were. So yeah, just to go off what you said there, Dan. 
um, Max Waters as well. Um, he's injured now. He's out for four to six weeks with his uh, is it his foot? Yeah, which is uh, sad to hear, obviously. But it could have been, you know, partially related to that also. But I don't agree with taking him off in a thirty-three minute. Whether he was doing what, whether he, you know, whether he's not doing what Morrison's asking him or not. You know, it, it didn't look from from my you know amateur point of view. It didn't look like he was terrible, but obviously, you know, that's why Morrison's in in the seat. Yeah, I think he's mm. back with his back to go- weirdly in that half. You know, the midfield behind him was like Eli King, Volks. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay, but he's up front with Isaac Davis. You know, you think maybe a runner off him that that could be good. But Waters was pointing to the floor, saying, "Put it through the channels for me." That's what he wants. Instead, mm-hmm. we played long balls more than we've played under Morrison, I think, in that first half because Coventry have all, all the ball because they're that kind of team. And then we were like catching our breath and then lumping it up to Max, yeah, who's yeah, like, that, that's, that, who's that's, like, what? We can't rely we, on that. Well, that's, that's where I think we struggle, right? Is when a team is saying to you, come on then, let's have the football. Let's have it then. Mm. Let's see if you're a good footballing team, right? If they, if, if they sit off, but when they press us, right, like we're trying to press them, when they press us, I think that's when we come unstuck, right? I think if you're wired and clued, that's how you play Cardiff now, right? You press them and deny them the counter. Because we panic right. then and we just lump, oh, I don't know what to yeah. do now. Um, but, well, you we're, you're in transition, right? You're in transition, so you go back to, you resort to tide. That's what happens, right? You go back to what you've always remembered doing, right? Just put it up there. Let's get it up there. And I think you made a great point, Darren, seeing, you know, seeing uh, the man pointing and asking for the ball here or ball there. You know, a striker, a striker like Waters, I don't think he is a... I think he is literally... He's not great with his back to play, right? He's quicker than I thought he was, right? But you, you do with, I don't think we're in a position where we're yet playing to the striker's forward strengths. We're still in a b- transition where you're trying to get everyone to connect and play in a certain way at the top of their game. We're still, we're still building towards that, right? So on one point, I look at what doesn't think, I feel sorry for your kid because, yeah, the team isn't playing their strengths. But at the same time, on the flip side, I don't think we're playing to anyone's strength, maximum-wise. I think we're just... Morrison is still understanding what we're best at, right? Uh, and we made the point earlier of it's not just about when you haven't got the ball and pressing. It is about then when you do have the ball and possession, whether you're defensive shape, whether you're mid or whether you're high, you know what I mean? So the the transition, it, look, transitions don't take, you know, two, three months, especially after where we've been. It is going to take a while to the end of the season. I think the inconsistency will remain. And then I suppose that's why we posed the question at the beginning, what would you like to see happen next season with the club? So for me, we're in a, we're in a much better place than we were, but can't get carried away with it because, uh, you know, a few round pegs in square holes and then we're back to square wood. You know, this is going to be a continual pro- building process. 
that we're in uh, and it is going to take time. So, you know, got it, but let's be fair. We've had our fair share of late goals ourselves, haven't we? How many teams have left Cardiff City we've Stadium going we against Huddersfield as well? Yeah. In <laughs> Morrison's first game when Kiefer scored in the 90s. Well, absolutely. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. absolutely. So, so it's like when it happened to us, I actually, I actually, when I see the result, I thought I wasn't that bothered because I thought, well, you know, I can take one on the chin. We've given enough, right? We, we, we've, we've done that. I mean, at the Warnock, it was like, you know, we'd always go last 10 minutes, right? You know, so uh, to take one away from home, I thought, yeah, you know, but our goal was fantastic. That's, that's what I loved. That's what I took out of that game. That was a positive for me. The goal was, um, was absolutely brilliant. So, uh, and, and finally, like I said, we're looking up, not down. That's, that's a great thing. Eli King getting a start as well, which is nice to see, you know, more more and more youngsters getting getting involved. Mm. And he didn't do he didn't do bad. I thought he done quite well. Mm. You know, we didn't look I feel like every time he's played now, he do, he just doesn't look out of place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't look like anything special yet, you know, really still young, but at least he doesn't look out of place. Mm. Mm. Any uh any fan reaction, Dan Yeah, we got a couple of um you know, everyone was just gutted obviously last night. Why does City always hurt us like this? Says Andrew Morris. <laughs> Come on, fans, man. Don't do them like that. We're building. It's a process. We'll get there. Believe, Ian, right? Ian Ballinger. You don't believe. Ian Ballinger. Why didn't I take an umbrella? Obviously, uh, a bit inclement at the John Smiths last night, or whatever it's called these days. David Tibbs, oh, Tibbsy. Uh, yeah. what, why okay. would you stick you with doing? the same team after a poor home performance against Blackpool when he's been chopping and changing regularly. Um, you know, allowing Huddersfield 73% possession isn't going to win you a football match. Can I just come in there? Yeah. Fair point, uh, Brandon says. But you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you beat Blackpool and change the team and lose, yeah. Brandon would be saying the opposite. Fair point, I would. right? I would. Why would you change a winning team? Fair point, right? So, you know, I'm just here to give the manager a bit of cushion sometimes and say, oh, boys, Someone's got girls, it. ladies, gents, kids, whatever, just, you know, there's certain things that whichever way you're, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right, two Sorry quick there. two quick more questions now. Okay. Henry say, we love having Henry on, obviously. Oh, Henry! <laughs> If we ever do a Swaz Pod live event, Henry is going to be the bouncer. Yes. Um, so, Nath, as a player, would a manager on a shorter term contract impact your decision to join a club? Yes, it would. Great question. Uh, yes, it would, because you're signing a contract for a minimum of three years, often five years. Five years, um, Nathan's agent's good, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you stay there for two, move on. Get away, <laughs> get away in. Uh, no, you, you're there for, you know, three to five years, so absolutely. But that's what I said earlier. So much, Henry, impacts your decision, whether, especially when you're on loan. So that's why I... And remember, just, just remember this, right? Every manager, every player, every owner... Every CEO is just a stakeholder. They come in, they move on. The only consistent is the fan. 
right? So gear your, everything you got towards appeasing them. Right, that is the that is where our club has got lost over the last decade. It's forgotten who are the most important people. Right, it's not the players; they are because they deliver the results on one hand. But the only person you get coming through your gate week in week out, not for a three year contract, not for five years, but for their life, is the fan, and they pay their money too. So they have then an invested interest also both monetary-wise and emotionally-wise. So I would say to our club, no matter what you do, just recognise that you're not the most important. Right? They are. End of. And our last question. Mm -hmm. Gareth Williams. IGW. Do you have pineapple on a pizza, Nathan? Yes or no? Do you know what? Gee, I'm going to tell you a crazy thing. I don't eat cheese, right? So when I would, like, go out with my missus, she'd get really embarrassed because I'd say, right, uh, go, like, pizza joints, and I'd say, I'll have, like, a bit of spicy beef, a bit of spicy chicken, tomato, no cheese. And the guy would write it down and always look at me, double take, and go, what? No, what? i say, no cheese. And he'd say, at all. i say, no. So, so how do you hold it together? So we just tomato base and put the toppings on top. So uh, I don't really eat pizza, Dad, because I don't eat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we didn't know we were going to find that out, did we? So, <laughs> so, 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 so I know in it, Nathan, no one do. Just a no. Just I don't have pineapple on pizza. So you know no, I, mean? I don't no. like pineapple on pizza. I don't like warm pineapple. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just one of them. It's like, you know. Like having cheese or chips and stuff like that. It's like, huh? Oh, yeah, huh? I'd have cheese on chips every day. Of the See, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't, no, no. Yeah, because you don't need yeah, cheese. Yeah, but that's like, leaf, so you're not going to have cheese, have on, cheese on anything. That's, that's like putting like gravy on your apple pie or custard on your cooked dinner. It's like, no, it just doesn't go. It's wrong. <laughs> it's not loud, right? <laughs> I eat my eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Brandon, you having pineapple on your pizza? No, I think it's wrong in every type of way. Yeah, really every wrong. way possible is wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. Sorry, I just want to put it out Like you're all from Hawaii. It's wrong. About your Hawaii. Wrong. I agree with Brandon. Wrong. <laughs> uh, so that's last and the end. Like if it was the only pizza there, I would eat it because I am starving. But um... <laughs> <laughs> I eat, eat it separately. I take the pineapples off, keep it on the side, wait for it to cool down, eat the pizza, and then I'll have the pineapple. That's what I used to do with the cheese. Peel it out. It was a nightmare. It was like a mess in the end. So it's just, uh, I don't still do pizza. Not very often. Really. <laughs> Although just, if Giovanni is listening and would like to sponsor the podcast. Or, or send in some food. It's not just pizza they do. <laughs> I didn't do pizza without cheese. Although, although I, clearly, I, I, I will, clearly. I will force myself when I'm really hungry to, I just have to like scoff it. If I'm really hungry and it's the only thing that's there, I'll scoff it because, uh, I just, Try to override the, the cheese thing. What about right? like a vegan cheese, maybe? Is it like the milk in it Ooh. and that? Or? I, I, I don't know if, if you can do that. It's like a, a, okay. a vegan sausage. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to be a vegan yeah. sausage if it's... Why don't we just call it a mossage or something? <laughs> <laughs> something different. <laughs> I 
I think vegan sausage sounds a bit better than a massage, Neef. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, it's even not. It's just a bit of massage. Uh, just a massages, massages and... Uh, and massages. Massages <laughs> and mashed potato, please, a gravy. Massage and mashed. <laughs> the custard's better than we're nature's Okay, so then the final positive end, I just want to chuck in. Ramsey, the Rangers, what did you, what did you think of that? That's a question for next week as well. I'd like to see what our fans think of that. And one thing I will chuck in there, Ramsey, the Rangers. Ramsey, the Cardiff, if we were up in the Premier League and doing where I'd expect us or where I wanted us to be, wouldn't have sounded so crazy now, would it? I know a lot of people laughed at me at mm. the time when I, when I said Ramsey to back the Cardiff. Okay, it's two years later, but if we were Premier League and, you know, a good Premier League team, I think, or sat in the middle of the table, or just below half, I think he would have um, loved to come back. That's just my personal opinion. But hey, good luck to him because the more he plays, the better for Wales. Simple as that. So remember, we're at Swire's Pod on the Twitter, the Facebook. Remember to like, love, share, comment, and subscribe. Let's wrap it up then, gents. Quick top five. What you got for me, uh, Brand? My top five is I got Wakesha, Wakesha by Moneybag, Moneybag so Yo. These young, young kids like don't know these shoes, man. Don't know these shoes. I got Bowling by Mustard with Roddy Rich. That's a big tune. I got Yes Indeed by Little Baby and Drake. Mm -hmm. So now you can see if you see the category we've gone for this week. Yeah. And then I got Mixed Emotions by Abracadabra. That's the little tune I sent you the other day, Nick. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. And then I got No Problem by Chasing Status. Oh, great 80s uh, Channel 4 series, that, No Problem. Remember that, Dad? Oh, before your time, was it? Yeah, it was back in the day, it's man, No time. Problem. Yeah, all black cast with Bellamy in the garden, lived in the garden, and Toshiba and everyone. You don't remember that? No, I don't. Great I comedy series. Great comedy sketch yeah. from the 80s. Yeah, you know, One of the funniest, man. No Problem. I used to no, love it. The power anyway, but... 83 to 85. I was only four in 85. <laughs> uh, well, you know, she is. This is how old now, don't it? Wow. Yeah. I used to love that program. No problem. Watch it, dude. Yeah, Watch a couple of clips of it. It's funny as well. Get the VHS tapes off. Yeah. You love it as well, Brad. It is so <laughs> funny, mate. It's so funny. VHS, I think you might need to go beat the bands, maybe. <laughs> But let's let's go top five. What we got? Uh, TikTok by Raphael Sadiq. I know you don't know about these shoes, young brand. We're going to teach you, take you places, meet people. Are you ready? By Aaliyah, the late great, beautiful Aaliyah. Get back, Mario and Chris Brown. You should know that one, deep. Of course, I know. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Magic by Robin Thicke, and. Southern Stuff by Anthony Hamilton is my final. I can see D is still looking at No Problem in you. You're going to love it. A few No man. Problem facts for you. No Problem, yeah. exclamation mark in the title, was the first sitcom to be broadcast on Channel 4. Yes, that's right. Uh, and it yeah. also was the first comedy series specifically to address the lifestyle of the British black community. That's right. And yeah. do you know who directed it? Go on. Mickey DeLance, who was in The Monkees, the band The Monkees. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 wow. That's fantastic. 
you know, I only found out like about two years ago, one of my favorite films ever, Stir Crazy. I was watching the credits and it was Sidney Poitier. I, I never realized that it was him who uh, directed. He just died, obviously, yeah. Yeah, it was the ledge, man. Absolute ledge. Listen, we're wrapping up. So, like I said, Swaz Pond on Twitter, Facebook, like, love, share, comment, and subscribe. Great uh, afternoon, gents. Spending a couple of hours with you and uh, running our BDI over the the bluebird. So um, without further ado, I bid you God bless. Farewell. Take care. Bluebirds. This has been a Jams and Mr. B production. <laughs>